Hello, and welcome to Henry Kissinger is Pokemon Going to Die. Not a threat. Just a fact. We are your number one podcast uh, by, for, of, about, above, and around the Terminally Online. We are, we are, we've been orbiting the Terminally Online for the last 30 days. Mm-hmm. Boop. Boop. That's us. That, um, yeah. <laughs> orbiting. I am Val Flightcub, a.k.a. Jonald Bimp. I am, and I'm Sarah, a.k.a. Doe Truden, and we are your two <laughs> presidential candidates. You have to vote for one of us. You have to. If you vote third party, you're throwing your vote away. If you vote third party, you're, you have to vote for one of the rapists, but if you don't vote, you're, vo- you're actually still voting for one of the rapists. And if you vote for someone else, you're actually voting for one of the rapists. But if you don't vote for the other of the... It's interesting because not voting for Biden is voting for Trump, but not voting for Trump is not voting for Biden. It's it's equivalent exchange. Yes, that does sound right. It, this presidential race does seem like something that alchemy is involved in. Yeah, absolutely. They 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 fused the they alchemized uh, Kamala and Amy and Pete and everyone and Mike Bloomberg's <laughs> campaign. They alchemized them into one fucked up chimera of a non-campaign, and they gave it to. <laughs> they injected Joe. Bi- they injected Joe Biden with the homunculus disease. Ah, <laughs> uh, we've been watching. We've yeah. been watching some Full Metal Alchemist, haven't we, folks? <laughs> <laughs> Biden is very similar to Trump, but at least he has humongalogongus titties. Um, no. So, <laughs> oh, that really got me. <laughs> the boat on honkaroos on this DNC candidate. <laughs> um, so, Bernie, yes, Bernie, Bernie never stood a chance because his bonga lagaboos were nowhere near as extravagant. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that, that gif of the anime girl on the computer? And she's like, yay! And her boobs jump up and then switch places and then... Yep. <laughs> That's that's what Biden was bringing to the table, and Bernie could, just could not compete. You could not fire a fifty caliber sniper round through uh, Bernie Sanders' heaving chest, and that's why he will never be president. <laughs> so yes, Bernie suspended his campaign. Yep. Um, I've, I've definitely said as much. Times. I've definitely said as much elsewhere, but um, I, I've been feeling like we've been living in a hack political drama for the last like forever. Like everyone's everyone's kind of said that, that that X, Y, or Z feels a little bit too on the nose. But like mm-hmm. the the progressive candidate refu- like stopping his campaign because he's refusing to tell his his voters to go out and infect themselves in the midst of a pandemic, a very mm-hmm. deadly pandemic. And mm-hmm. the fact that the the only reason the other guy's staying in is because he he like basically it came down to chicken. It came down pro- to progressive yep. chicken. Yeah, and the they literally this was the most acute way for them to hold Bernie's compassion against him. Exactly. And they're like, we are willing to kill people. Are you? And Bernie was like, no. Yeah, I saw a tweet today that was like beginning. To, I'm beginning to think that the master's tools are not capable of dismantling the master's house. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just as a quick um, follow-up, Jonald Bimp and Doe Truden is a reference to uh, an Onion article that yes. is saying you have to vote for uh, a vote for not voting for Jonald Bimp. Whatever, it's smooshing their names together. Yeah, it's a good article. We'll put it in the we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and also, but, and also, it is just really funny to say Jonald Bimp. 
It is a very, it's very good. How big, are, how, big, how big are John Bimp's hands, do you think? <laughs> They're tentacles. Um, sorry, uh, just the, uh, I kind of, I guess, bouncing off this Onion article, uh, I, I saw a tweet the other day from, like, uh, Trailbillies, I think it was. Uh, uh-huh. One of those podcasts that's, like, the, I'm pretty sure it was Trailbillies. Um, mm-hmm. And they just, like, posted a screen cap of, that one of the hosts had received, uh, a text message one of the hosts had received from a relative. And mm-hmm. it's just, like, please, Donald, Trump is not the man who's, who's, Trump is not a perfect man, but he's the one who's best for our country. Please vote for him. And it just, it made me feel like I was, like, truly through the looking glass because, like, I feel like that's almost exactly what my mother is saying to me whenever I float the idea of maybe not wanting to vote for Joseph Bosif. Yeah, yeah. It's so... People are saying um, the lesser of two evils is still, and then depending on if you're a leftist or a neoliberal, either saying less evil or evil. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's very that. It's very much like, do you want the guy that's 90% poop or the guy that's 89% shit? Um, I think sh- I think I think poop's a funnier word than shit. The answer's pretty so clear, I, though. Uh, yeah. I think I got to I think I got to go with poop. <laughs> oh, oh darn! Well, you Sorry, just, it's just a funnier word. You just voted for tronal jibin. Tronalingus. Tronalingus. Um. So. Um. In in positive, well, in in not the worst ever news. Bernie has suspended his campaign, which means two things. Firstly, that you can still vote for him in primaries, which... Yep, he will get he will get delegates, which he can use to sway the convention mm-hmm. uh, when that happens. Exactly. And um, he is still... He is keeping his campaign staff on their health care plan through November. Yeah. Which he never promised to do, but obviously... King. Yeah, kingship. Um, I saw that head. I saw that headline uh, yesterday, and then I woke up today and I realized, oh, I'm going to be off of health insurance in like four months. Ooh, yeah. Are you turning 26? Yep. Yeah, that is rough. I um, when I was 26 and like three quarters, I was like, wow, can't wait to turn 27 so I can go back on my parents' health insurance. <laughs> You just have to take a gap year. Yeah, you're not allowed to do it while you're 26, but after that, it's all good. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 26. I can't go to the doctor. <laughs> I cannot break my limbs. <laughs> uh, strangely, Taylor Swift's most tragic song. <laughs> oh, man. So, so um, Bernie has been just fucking still exactly who we we have always thought he was you see it like you look at the twitter accounts of every other pundit who or every other candidate who dropped out like they became such empty platitudes in the aftermath Mm -hmm. like excluding two people i i will i i don't want to you know i recognize that elizabeth warren is still like putting together like plans and things Mm -hmm. and like actually pushing forward um She's still, I still don't like her, but I, I, you know, I'm not going to deny that she's been at least trying to do things. She is Uh, And Bernard has, Bernard has also been doing the exact same. Like he is, he's still like, he's still like hitting the ground. Like what does Pete Buttigieg went on the, went on fucking, Pete Buttigieg hosts the Jimmy Kimmel show to an empty audience and then what? Just kind of fucks off. Yes. Yeah. Well, he's, he's a real regular man who has college debt and takes out his own trash. If you... Follow his uh, husband's Twitter, which I don't, but um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I could never follow. I could never follow Chase and Buttigieg. <laughs> no. Um. So, the uh, the Pete hosting the Tonight Show or the Late Show or whatever Jimmy show that was. Um, yeah. It was really funny. I, I saw ten seconds of it, which was all I needed. Which was was it the was the the, the fucking Patrick Stewart, Patrick Stewart one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick Stewart saying. Um, you, it's wonderful to see the look on Hollywood people's faces when you tell them you're a socialist. And then Pete's face, he just lets out like a, hey. Yeah, and, and his forced laughter. Because it's just silence for a second. Like, Pete is just like a meme reaction picture of a forced smile. Um, and then, of course, Patrick, Patrick saves it by like continuing to be funny and being like, they're like, ah, get away from me, no! And then Pete's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> in your in your face pee pee butt in your face pee pee butthead um but yeah so bernard's out of the race um rest in peace to a real one except he's still, he's still very much alive he's still alive doing things he is still alive yeah he's just he suspended his campaign um Speaking of speaking of the Democratic nominee, uh, Biden's been in the news a lot this week because the the left the media no longer has a the media now only has one candidate to hammer upon, mm. and people are starting to actually like look at like they're not giving it good coverage, but people are actually starting to give coverage to the sexual assault uh, allegations laid at Biden's feet by Tara Reid. Yeah, like um, the New York Times put up an absolutely dog shit article today, but that's more than they put up uh, in the past like month about. Tara Reid, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, like they like major news, major news articles, major news outlets have not touched the Tara Reid stuff with a ten foot pole, and the fact that the New York Times is even picking it up, even if it is to like basically slander Tara Reid, yeah, yeah, is 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 surprising. Like I genuinely, I genuinely was expecting it to be at least till next week that we were going to have to wait to a New York Times article. Yeah, but um, and I I think there are people in in the country that that will be the first time they're hearing about it, and like maybe some people will read it and be like, oh wow, someone uncredible you know, made this allegation towards Biden, but some amount of people are going to read that article and be like, oh, I didn't know about this. Let me read more into it. Let me Google into yeah. it. Google, Google yeah. it. Whatever. The, um, the, the New York Times article is fucking garbage, but um, because it's like, it's just like stuffed to the brim with Biden staffers saying, oh yeah, I never saw that, which is like, you know, mm-hmm. Like friend of like friend like you know friend of convicted rapist said well he never raped me right right I mean there there's also I think you replied to it on Twitter so I saw this saw the same was it the did you, did, was it the thing that I replied to with pickle right <laughs> Peter Richter <laughs> it was yeah um, <laughs> thanks Rick Peter Griffin Richter 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 Richter, Richter Griffin um, because it's... Richter Belmont that's what Castlevania is about it's <laughs> it's Peter Griffin with pickle Rick's hair. <laughs> Um, because it says, uh, you know, oh, we talked to a lot of staffers or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And nobody, (laughs) nobody had any other, um, allegations of inappropriate conduct except for the touching and kissing and hugging that women were very uncomfortable with. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a quote from the article, which was later changed. The Times found no pattern of sexual misconduct by Mr. Biden beyond the hugs, kisses, and touching that women previously said made them uncomfortable. Apparently that paragraph has been changed because now the paragraph says no other allegation of sexual assault surfaced in the course of reporting, nor did any former Biden staff members corroborate any details of Ms. Reid's allegations. God. The Times found no pattern of sexual misconduct for Mr. Biden. So I do want to say that that no other allegation about sexual assault surfaced in the course of reporting. That's just saying, yeah, nothing new. He has not, like, like of course, like... yeah. Like, 
okay, so say you are a serial killer mm -hmm. and someone is writing an article about how someone says, hey, this guy tried to serial kill me like 20 years uh -huh. ago. You're not going to be like... Like, I know in Weinstein, like, one kind of opened the door to a one accusation opened the door to a bunch of others, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it's like, when you look at this and you see how badly the media is treating Tara Reid about everything. Why would, and yeah. Like, it's understandable that would people you? wouldn't want to step forward. Um, anyone who stepped forward ever is an absolute hero and is stronger than I will ever hope to be. Yeah. But um, people who came forward, especially in the wake of Christine Blasey Ford, where it was just nothing matters, everything that you say, no matter mm -hmm. how true what you're saying is, doesn't matter. Everyone who comes forward about this is extremely brave. Yeah. And the fact that, like, when one person comes forward and it brings more people forward, that does strengthen the argument, but that doesn't have to happen for the first accusation yeah, to be Yeah, exactly. Credible. Right. Blech. There, yeah. Uh, God. He's also disintegrating, like, cotton candy in water. Yeah. Um, uh, also, there is the New York Times story makes no uh, mention of the fact that uh, Biden apparently has a long and storied history of just stripping naked in front of his secret security agents and going for and going skinny dipping in his pool. Ew. So, I, and I mean, like the the, the, the that that story comes from like a, a man who was on his staff, uh -huh. but like there is also like definitely women who have been like assigned to Biden before. Yeah, and that's also just like such an. That's so creepy. Like that's such it a. It's, it feels like a power thing. I don't know. Like maybe he just it, is oh, a kooky so old is. man. It but so like, is. I don't think that's what it is. That's 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 such a. It's such a power thing. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Ugh. Whatever. Um, there's apparently some. There's a, a a study that came out, or not a study, but a poll that came out that said um, a lot of Democrats would be fine with scrapping Biden and going with Cuomo as the nominee. Like, let me see if I can find it, because it's just, like, so many people had this idea on their own. <laughs> I've been worried about that. Yeah, I, I don't... That would be... That would be interesting, honestly. Like the thing, the thing is, like it would be horrible. It would, it, like it would be, it, it should be a death knell for the Democratic establishment. Mm -hmm. But the thing is that Biden is such a garbage candidate. Oh my. That it might that like 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 the people who are like diehard Democrat fans might be like like jumping at the opportunity to vote for anyone who isn't. Yeah, him. and I think because Cuomo is so much less lesser known to people outside of New York, he has like yeah. what seems like a better record. Um, yeah, because he's on, he's on because he's on TV every day, and no one's ever, no one's really talking about the fact that he's cutting hundreds of millions of dollars in Medicare on a daily mm -hmm. basis, or like not on a daily basis, but you know what? Yeah, I mean. yeah. Or like the amount of prisoners he's just letting rot and die in prisons from COVID nineteen because he's refusing to let them out for like you know nonviolent offenses, mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure people are still being detained on bail for no like because during this. Yeah. yeah. Like, and he's, he's just going up there and saying, yeah, there's been no developments. We can't really do anything. We're just going to kind of let all these people die, and you won't really care about it because they're and not real people. They can't And he's vote. doing it calmly. So, like, wow, yep. our hero. So I, I just found the, um, the poll. So this is reported from the New York Post. A majority of Democrats want to nominate New York Governor Andrew Cuomo for president instead of Joe Biden, according to poll results shared exclusively with the Post. National poll sound, found 56% of Democrats prefer Cuomo, with 44% wanting to stick with presumptive nominee Biden. How do you spend that long with a nominee 
like with a candidate and then they win the nomination and you're like no thank you like remember that time he was well do you remember that time that he was in fourth and then uh because everyone else had he was in fourth because everyone had like moved to candidates that they found more like I think that Kamala Harris and Pete Buttigieg and uh, Amy Klobuchar, I think they were bad. I don't think they were good candidates, but I think that there were people who like were actually drawn to them for yep. reasons. And at, because they all had to, because they were, because the DNC suddenly said, oh, they're not running anymore. And now Biden's winning. Everyone had to abandon their, the candidates they actually cared mm-hmm. about. Because like, I, you know, people cared about Yang. People cared about Harris. Like the K-Hive is a fucking despicable group of human yeah. beings. But like, they actually, they like cared. I have not, there is, there is like, there is, there is, you know, there's, there's Yang gang. There's K-Hive. There's like, you know, Warren heads or I don't know what the fuck they <laughs> call. The, the club, the club, the club army, the global elite. The global elite, <laughs> <laughs> like they all, they were like they all cared about the candidates. There was never that for Biden, mm-hmm. and when they, those like diehards all had to siphon into Biden, now they don't really give a shit about the guy because they're just they, their choice got taken yeah. away from them, and so now they don't really care about the guy who's who's who, who the DNC put in there. The DNC took their lollipop out of their hands and put in like a like a, a shit flavored lollipop and said, "This is your this, this is, is your nominee." You now. Yeah. they had to move from their from their first choice candidate to their second choice candidate named not Bernie. Like that, that's what it was. Like nobody actually likes Biden. People like the people that he's associated with, AKA Obama. Um, Mm -hmm. end of list. And they like that. He's not Bernie, but it's just, he's, he's nothing. He's nothing. Oh, one more thing about, one more thing about the Biden thing. And this is just like, this is just like Twitter screaming. So it doesn't really matter too much about things, but I wanted to talk about it because it made me so mm-hmm. fucking mad. Um, Alyssa Milano, the woman oh who like, uh, uh, the woman who like took me Too for herself, like she co-opted it from mm-hmm. a black woman and like basically made herself out to be like the, the, the person Celebrity in front of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, I don't. Was was Rose McGowan involved in that to any extent? I'm curious because I I, I feel like I hear their names in. Yeah, I don't lot. know um, how much Rose McGowan is actually involved in Me Too. She's obviously a huge part of like the anti Weinstein stuff. Thing. Um, she and Milano yeah. were on a show together. They were both on Charmed. Oh yeah, but they were on. Charmed, <laughs> I don't know. Huh? I have no idea. But, um, so I'm going to find Alyssa Milano's, like, tweet about mm-hmm. this. She's one of the many hashtag listen to women people that removed the Me Too tag from their bios after the allegations against Biden came out. So, uh, on April 6th, which is six days ago, God, if this feels like it happened, I, this feels like it genuinely happened <laughs> a month ago, um... He, uh, she posted a video that says, I explained my silence on the allegations against Joe Biden in this clip. I am still endorsing at Joe Biden. Listen to this clip to find out why. And then mm-hmm. she posted a video, which I have not watched and I refuse mm-hmm. to watch. And uh, in the reply to this, she says, there's something to the idea that people are going to weaponize hashtag me too for political gain. Ugh. <sighs> no, there isn't. Just look at the reply. Just look at the replies here and look to see who those accounts are supporting in the primary. There always needs to be a thorough vetting of accusations. Okay, you know who else needed a thorough vetting of accusation? It was Brett fucking Kavanaugh, and this is the one who showed up to his fucking uh, uh, his fucking hearings with the clipboard that says, "I I believe women know on Kavanaugh, or I believe survivors know on Kavanaugh," and just and yet and yet me too. Ex- me too. Unless I like right. the guy, Jesus. Like she pointed to the she pointed to the fact that like Me Too refused to help her, which is like that 
that should be a sign that things are bad at me too. Yeah. Not the, like, like, and she, like, I, like, ugh. she's been going fucking sicko mode against Bernie ever since yeah. anyways. He's like, hey, at Bernie, are you going to condemn your, uh, your, um, <laughs> are you going to condemn your supporters? Uh, hold on real quick. I just need to share this. I need to share this, uh, this video that I, I just went to Alyssa Milano's page and this was staring me right back oh in the face. <laughs> It is, it is, it's a video, but the first thumbnail is a doctor walking into the emergency room and you see She-Ra giving her his sword, uh, Superman giving him, giving the doctor his S, Baby Yoda just kind of like, like standing there, Mario's giving him a one-up, or a mushroom. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry to go in deep on, uh, on Alyssa Milano's Twitter, but, um, just, just absolutely just... scum. Like, it's yeah, so... It's, anybody that sees, like, that says the words, like, Me Too and cancel culture in the same sentence can just fuck entirely off. Yeah. I do have to say, my... I really want Donald Trump to be a one-term president. I am gonna actually vote yeah. for blue no matter, matter who. Like, I don't love it. Yeah, I... But I am gonna do it. Yeah. I, I mean, there's still, like, seven months between now and day mm -hmm. of, but I, like, I think I'm, I mean, I'm in New York. It doesn't really right, matter that same. much what, what my vote is. I, I, I mean, I'm still going to go and vote. I, I am still going to yeah, vote. Yeah, and you have like, to vote for down tickets, I, I, if I, anyway, like. Uh, yeah, obviously. Don't, like, uh, you know, you've been hearing this a lot, probably, but, like, feel free to not vote for the president, but make sure you vote in yeah, down ballots. Where it actually matters. Because those, you know. And I think the interesting thing about this debate, too, is, like, it's all over Twitter and not really anywhere else. Like, the people, like, people that are really, there are people that are really vocal about it that are, like, you know, Joe Biden and Trump are the same. I'm not, it doesn't matter. But there, there are a lot of people that, like, are not online who can't be convinced via Twitter anyway that are just not interested, not excited about voting anymore. Like, the fact yeah. that Joe Rogan switched his endorsement. Like, he was going to vote... He was thinking about voting for Bernie Sanders, and then once Bernie Sanders suspended his campaign, Joe Rogan is thinking about Trump now. Because there yeah. are things that well, appeal that, 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 that to that was a Trump voters about Bernie. Yeah, it, and that's, like, not, like, a... And, it, it, yeah, Joe Rogan is, like, a... It's a Joe Rogan is a swing mm -hmm. voter, and, like... I don't know. The thing, always, the thing that's always, like, perturbed me about the middle is that, like... If there are people who, if you like, if there are people who are, like, I don't know, let's just redu let's reduce it to a single issue. The Donald Trump says racism is extremely good, and mm -hmm. Joe Biden says racism is okay. <laughs> uh, Bernie says, and Bernie says racism is bad for mm -hmm. some reason. Like, and there's some, there, let's just say there's a voter who's like, hey, racism is like, racism is pretty good. I would say, <laughs> I don't know why they would. Like, I don't know why they would try and go for someone who undershoots their beliefs rather than overshoots them. Like, Trump mm -hmm. is... Trump... Trump like, it, it, it's Price is Right rules. Like... Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That 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 made a lot more sense in my head, but the words didn't really kind of come together. It, it, I think it made sense to... I mean, it made sense to me. Yeah, the other thing is, like, there are a lot of people that aren't reading about issues who aren't, like, look at, going on camp, candidates, like... Um, campaign websites and stuff and are just looking at what's the macro what's the most basic level like messaging and like trump's messaging is i'm not like anybody in office right now because i'm a fucking idiot <laughs> um 
Bernie's was, you know, I'm not like anybody in the office right now because I'm genuinely compassionate. And Biden's is I'm like everyone else in politics right now. Yeah, like Biden is always Biden has always just, you know, acted like a gas. He feel he just kind of contorts himself to whatever fits the room he's in right now. And yeah, yeah. And also he smells like farts. He does smell like farts. (laughs) I bet Joe Biden does smell like fart. I bet he smells like old man fart. Which I don't know what that smells like, but I'm not willing to find out. It's probably not good. It's probably not good. Um, um, we and we also sorry. We have confirmation from the chat that it is bad. Yes, thank okay. you. Okay, uh, just jumping back to uh, just jumping back to uh, Cuomo for two seconds. Uh, yes. The other day, Bill de Bla- Mayor Bill De Blasio said that uh, he is closing schools for the rest of the ca- for the rest of the school year, mm-hmm. which seems like a bit of a no brainer to me. Like. Mm-hmm. Schools would, like, school, uh, uh, it's been a while since I was in high school, but if I remember correctly, like, we were getting out at, like, I don't know, like, June 10th or so was mm-hmm. around the day, so... And your brain clocks not, out, like, May 31st. Right, right, And, like, so we're not getting back to school now. We're not getting mm-hmm. back to school next week. We're probably not going to get back to school. We're, we're not getting back to school for a while. But anyways, Cuomo uh, says that it is Mayor de Blasio's opinion on closing schools for the year today, and he says that he, he didn't close them and he can't reopen them. Uh, huh. which weird way to phrase that because he definitely wasn't trying to reopen them. He, he was, he was closing them. Yeah. Um, well, and I mean, like, it's just, we just have to take a break from everything for a short period of time. The more aggressive we are with the lockdown, the shorter it can be. Yep. But uh, currently, governor currently uh, governors are I don't know which governor it might have been the governor of Texas it could have been um, it might have also been DeSantis who's down in Florida uh, I can't remember governors mm-hmm. um, I can only remember Cuomo because he's the governor of my state and also the man on the TV all the time uh-huh. he's TV he man. shows he shows he shows up and I clap like a seal mm-hmm. um, but uh, they're taught like there are because like the curve is. The curve is social distancing is working. It is it is flattening the curve, and Good. as such, now people are not now governors are being like, well, think the curve it's got flattened. A, it's, it's not looking like it was as bad as it was supposed to be. I guess we can reopen the. I don't know why I turned into Yogi, but I guess we I guess we can reopen the state. Millions of dead in this millions dead in this pandemic. God. <laughs> hey, boo boo! You must die to. You, your 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 blood must grease the wheels of economy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love me a pandemic basket. <laughs> that was a really horrible Yogi Bear impression. <laughs> you, you, like I, I I I have to do this with all of my impressions where I have like a centering phrase. So every time I do a Yogi thing, every time I say something is Yogi, I have to open it with a hey, boo boo. Hey, I boo. love me a pandemic basket. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, so in response to the fact that the national government is shitting the dog's bed um, on this whole response, it's uh, up to governors. It's up to independent. It's it's up to individual states. And um, that's Um, not the easiest, uh, the best way to do it. It rules that it's up to the individual state when, like, the federal government is just, like, like, skimming off the top. Well, not skimming off Mm -hmm. the top, just, like, taking the top and taking the entire stock 
Like mm-hmm. there, I I have I I don't even have. I'm not like trying to bring this up in an official capacity because I have just seen so many stories about it over the past like five days that it's made my head spin. But just all these stories about the federal government like intercepting aid meant for certain mm-hmm. states, mm-hmm. like and and Trump is play, Trump is obviously playing favorites. He's giving it to the people. He's giving as much as he can to the country to the to the states that like him. And when it comes to New York State, yep. he's like he says, "Oh, New York City, what are they doing with all those masks? Are they selling them? I don't know, folks. It's, it's hard like, to say." No, there's a lot of people there. Stupid. Yeah. There, there's a, yeah. The, New York City has, uh, I believe, I, New York City has more cases confirmed than Italy, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that is true, yeah. Or deaths. Or it might be both. I'm not sure. It's hard to keep these numbers in it's, line. It's very dense. Very dense population. Yeah. Makes absolute sense. So I have two um, stories for... Um, about the states having to secure their own um, personal protective equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, is this the Illinois one? Yes. So there's the Illinois one, and then there is also Boston, or Massachusetts. So um, in Illinois, so basically the Illinois government, um, like, knew a guy who knows a guy who could get them some uh, PPE, and um, placed a bid, we're going to, they had arranged this purchase of of PPE. The day before they were expecting to have it go through, they get a call from the supplier saying that he had to get a check to the bank by 2 p.m. or the deal was off because other bidders had surfaced for the thing I think that, like, he was going to get for them. Mm -hmm. So the Illinois assistant comptroller, Ellen Andrews, had to drive a physical check for 3.47 million dollars <laughs> to a um a McDonald's parking lot just off the interstate where the supplier also like drove down like drove south to meet her halfway um to <laughs> to do that uh like to get the rest of it it's just it's this article says it's a taste of the wild west world of emergency procurement taking place like <sighs> it's never good when the wild west is invoked because like no. when, whenever i hear the so i'm gonna go on a tangent here because that's what i do best but whenever i hear All wild right. west invoked like this um <clears throat> people often people who play people who have played magic the gathering for a long time talk about the old wild west of magic which mm-hmm. is like if you you know your opponent plays a card that says okay you can't you this card can't do something and like if they pronounce the card wrong you can like gotcha them by saying actually i'm playing wingardium leviosa not wingardium leviosa <laughs> So your your card does not matter, or like just like the peak, oh just, like, you know, just angle shooting and like basically cheating in all the ways that like because judges were not uh, because judges were not as readily uh, accessible because mm-hmm. the the judge program has you know gone much bigger. But back in the early days of uh, Magic, it was just kind of like you it was you your interpretation of the rule book versus your friends, <laughs> and it was just kind of <laughs> kind of the wild west so that's the context i think of when i hear about this and this that makes me really happy to think about just the i'm, I'm smiling right now just thinking about how how medical supplies that are going to be the difference between life and death are being treated with this with this severity it's yep. making me smile it's it's good it's fine can, can i can i can we just shout out to the comptroller ellen andres for uh hit getting that fucking metal toe out <laughs> also cortez gillespie who is another 
comptroller's office employee who was, quote, able to stay under the speed limit as he drove to a road ranger gas station near Minonk in central Illinois to hand off two more checks totaling $3.7 million, <laughs> beating a noon deadline for the purchase of additional masks and safety glasses. Jesus. Yeah. It's just everybody, every man for himself and every state for themselves. Um, in Massachusetts, unless the, unless the Fed says, unless the Fed says otherwise, unless the Fed says otherwise, which they probably w- won't for a lot of us. Um, so in Massachusetts, the person that got this done for us was Robert Kraft and his family. Oh, who, the Patriots man. The Patriots man. The owner of the Patriots man. No, the owner. The the owner of the Patriots is what I meant to say. Yes. He used the Patriots plane, uh, which his is the Kraft family plane, which is called the aircraft, spelled with a K, to go to China and purchase 1.7 million masks and bring them back in the, the Patriots plane. Um, and um, I believe also like we're transported to transported uh 300,000 of them to New York with the Patriots bus with the Patriots bus um to to give some more um oh and as it says yeah New York which has reported more COVID-19 cases than China's Hubei province where the pandemic started yeah so the private sector doing something that the public sector should be doing more effectively Speaking of private sector doing what the public sector should be doing, uh, uh, the postal service is in this fucking shitter. Oh my god! And so this is the the line that's being bandied about is that the postal service is not turning a profit, and the reason it's not turning a profit is because in the two thousands, I want to say two thousand six, the Bush administration pushed through a thing that what that required uh, uh, the USPS, the the United States Postal Service to like prep. Uh, retirement funds, like mm-hmm. pensions for their employees, uh, like 75 years, uh, like with 75 years of lead time, like they needed to establish 75 years of lead time of retirement funds. Huh. So they've been operating at a loss ever since. And mm-hmm. this was, this was, this was, there's a, uh, as always, there's a citation. I'm pretty sure there's a citations needed episode about it where it's just like, this was the, this was the Bush administration kneecapping the postal service's ability to be profitable so that in mm-hmm. 10 years time or 15 years time, like now, they could look at it and say, well, these guys aren't making very much money. I don't know how that could have happened, but right. it's weird. Changing times. Um, we're going to give this to Amazon Ugh. or whatever they're planning on doing. But um, because the, the USPS, like the Postmaster General and those people, like they approached the Trump administration asking for a bailout because they are in, so- they are in dire needs of it. Because like I-, I saw like anywhere between like 30 and 50% is the amount that like revenue is down through those services. Wow. And the Trump administration was just like, mm-hmm. We're, we're good. We're good. No bailouts. God. That's so. It's so frustrating because anytime you say the the postal service is losing this much money, what you well, could my, also my say is to that is that they haven't been a band since their first album, so it's amazing <laughs> that they've been able to lose that much money. <laughs> that would explain it. I don't know how they're yeah. still spending money as a band. No, but they're, they're, every year they set up tour dates and then they just forget to do them. Yeah. Yeah. But they buy all the equipment and they hire yeah, the roadies yeah. and stuff. But they're not on the they, bus. They, they even pay for like the intro band and then like the the show starts and then like uh, uh oh my god if I can remember his name Ben what's his face's number uh, Ben what's his face's phone is like 
like an alarm goes off that says, okay, time to start concert. And he's like, oh, fuck. Fuck. And they're all at oh, home in their shit. underwear like, dang it. Forgot again to, forgot to be in a band again. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like Fry being like, oh, Valentine's Day again. I forgot to get a girlfriend. <laughs> um, Anyways, go on. Anyway, the postal service losing X amount of money is the same as like the MBTA losing X amount of money. You can also just say that's the cost of having that service. And the question isn't, do we want to keep a service that's not making a lot of money? It's, do we want to keep a service that necessarily aids all American citizens? Because there are like rural areas where Amazon and DHL and whatever the fuck else won't you, deliver UPS, because it's UPS, too expensive. Or if they do, right, UPS, it's really fucking expensive. Yeah, and, like, those like people still that... deserve to get their bills delivered to their houses and whatever else. Like, the government is not a business. We said this in November of 2016, and we're saying it now. The government is not a business. and should not be run like one. But what if it was? But what now, if it was? I, I know. I know the last four. I know the last forty-five presidents have had a re- have been really bad at running this country like a business. Mm-hmm. But hi, I'm pre- I'm your future president number forty-six. Mm-hmm. Bi- business business lady. That my first name is business. My last name is lady, and I'm here to do business in the states better than it's ever been done before. <laughs> your campaign slogan is. But what if it was? But what? If, yeah, my campaign slogan is unless unless. <laughs> Um, we do have another uh, a story that makes me think, haha, just kidding, unless. In some good news, and some things that are good that I'm going to be hoping are going through. Um, Bernie Sanders, the man that we love, and Pramila Jayapal have put together a bill, a proposal, for um, Medicare for all during the pandemic. So... Um, People would still go to the the doctor like normal, and if they had insurance, then the insurance would bill Medicare. And if they didn't have insurance, then the you know doctor's office or whoever would bill Medicare. So nobody would have out of pocket expenses for going to the doctor. And the uh, the caveat is that that would go until the FDA uh, decided that there was a a vaccine available. Um, readily available for like all Americans um, to be able to use. So M4A temporarily haha unless haha unless unless because <sighs> who knows how long it's going to take to develop a vaccine. Yeah, honestly, like the the thing the, the the silver lining which I'm looking through all of this is that there is we are we are deep in the woods and uh, I don't, there's no, there's no end in the foreseeable future, but I, I would really like to, once we're out of the woods on all of this, I would really like to just be able to look like, maybe this is just pie in the sky or whatever idealism, whatever the fuck the thing is. I hate saying that phrase, but like just, we make things better and everyone's like, okay, this is just a temporary thing. And then once we're through the woods, they're like, okay, let's try and get, let's get rid of these things that are better now. And we, and maybe we, the people just like finally stop being the most trod upon like people in the, in the world, like the most trod upon nation in the world by our government. And we say, no, actually we want to keep these things. Maybe the temporary benefits end up being so good and last so long. Everyone is like, no, this is the status quo now. Yeah. 
That would be nice. And, like, the Republicans are using this, you know, the, the presidential administration is using this emergency to push through whatever bullshit they want. Like, why shouldn't the quote-unquote good guys? Because why shouldn't the Bernie the, uh, adjacent people? The, the Democrats have never wanted to fight. They, it's not a fighting party. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, yeah. like, it's, it's. It's um some this is some of the things some, someone said something about to this extent about Bernie running the administration where like Bernie Bernie, Bernie attempted to run in this is Bernie Bernie walked into a chess tournament ready to play chess and then he squared up against Joe Biden who started to arm wrestle him like mm. that, that's what it feels mm-hmm. that's what it feels like like we we like the Democrats try and show up to play chess and then they don't really play chess and then the, and then the Republicans just punch them in the face and they say oh that's illegal and the referee says I didn't see anything right the chess referee or it's like well. You, okay, then you can keep playing, um, even though you both your eyes are swollen now from being punched. Um, do you think the do you think chess referees have like a black and white like checker thing on their pattern on their shirts instead of stripes? <laughs> <laughs> I think chess, I chess think... referees are skanking. <laughs> um, when, when you when you win the when 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 you win at chess, you can flip the board over, and the referees have to pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Um, the, the referee says, you're the best at chess, or at least that's the impression that I get. <laughs> and then he pulls out a trumpet and does... <laughs> anyway. I'm going to have to listen to that song today. This is a Scott podcast now? Yeah. Um, because, <laughs> like, the thing is that I have had the odds stacked up... So, I have had the odds stacked up so high, and I need a strength that most don't possess. And it's coming down to do or die, and I think I have to rise above the rest. I think you have to rise above the chess. Okay. Right? Maybe. I appreciate this discussion because it means we get to use the impression that I get as our outro music, and that is truly one of my favorite songs of all time. Fuck yes. <laughs> they, we played that in um, my pep band, like when I was in uh, Nerd Alert, when I was in marching band. Um, no, I, I, I loved being in marching band. I, yeah, band but... I, I was also in marching band for four years. Uh, I played the sousaphone. Fuck yeah. I played clarinet because I was Hell small. Yeah. Yeah, you do, you, <laughs> well, I'm you not do, small. I'm weak. You, you have the vibe of a clarinet player. Thank you. Like I like the, to think that the vibe of clarinet player is weird, but can fuck. Yeah, that is pretty much every clarinet player that I knew. <laughs> uh, Saxophonists are tall and do fuck. Every every, uh, every trumpet player I've ever known was like very loud, just like like every trumpet like not every instrument is a, is representative of who plays it, but trumpet players are just very loud people and very very yes. brash and some people don't like that, but I do. I, I was friends with many trumpet players. It's very I think the purest of heart people are baritone sax players I, that, I think that's correct that's correct yeah trombonists everyone in my college marching band who played trombone wore flannel all the time <laughs> that's that's true. plaid flannel <laughs> like i think it was like their thing but like they also all had plaid flannel that they could wear did you say black flannel no plaid oh i thought you said flannel. black flannel and i was like that's just I, I i thought for some like you said black flannel i thought black plaid flannel which is just again we're back to the checkerboard shirt <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, all the trombonists played chess all the time. That's um, the impression that I chess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never had to end passant, and I'm glad I haven't yet. Because I wonder if I could. 
<laughs> it makes you wonder if I never had, had to. Okay. Um, uh, I, I was going to say another chess thing there, but I forgot. I think I didn't finish the sentence where I was going to say <laughs> we played that in our in the stance in my marching band. But that was the reason that I brought that up. Thank you. Okay, do, do we want to do we want to talk about the uh, the sun debate? <laughs> Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> actually, wait, sorry. There, there was one... Yeah, th- so actually, um, before that, there was one other thing that I wanted to talk about. This is um, oh, okay. this is from uh, about two weeks ago, by the time you're hearing this, because uh, we've, you know, scaling back the episodes and news cycles and everything's in hyper time. But um, do you remember last lifetime? Do you remember, like, back when you were living in your pri- in your previous life, uh, mm-hmm. before you got reincarnated into Valve Flight Cub? Do you remember mm-hmm. that time that uh, Amazon fired that guy who was uh, trying to stage the, who was trying to like unionize about mm-hmm. uh, COVID nineteen? Well, they were firing him for a different reason on paper. Yeah, on paper, the thing that they said was that uh, he refused to quarantine himself and like kept coming into work to try mm-hmm. and like stir up a union, which is like uh-huh. just like you yeah, know okay. painting a really uh, painting a really you know just painting an image of union people as like you know being terrible and harassy and not yeah. you know caring more about the union about anything else. Yeah. But um, anyways, so the uh, there were some documents that got leaked uh, from Amazon leadership because they were planning on uh, smearing the warehouse employee who, uh, of note, was a black man. They said they were going to call him not smart or, artic- or, or, or articulate. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a loaded word. Yeah, extremely. Uh the the quote says uh, he's not smart or articulate and to the extent the press wants to focus on us versus him we will be in a much stronger PR position than simply explaining for the umpteenth time that how we're tra- how we're trying to protect workers wow we, we should spend the first part of our response strongly laying out the case for why the organizer's conduct was immoral unacceptable and argue, arguably illegal in detail and then follow with our usual talking points about worker safety make him the most interesting part of the story and if possible make him the face of the entire union slash organized so they just wanted to make this guy the face of everything and then paint him as just like some dumb fuck some just they wanted to paint him as a stupid black guy who walked in because he didn't care about the, the health and safety of others mm-hmm yeah and um, him being rude and him being yeah yeah. The, the the guy who said that, uh, what was his name? It was uh, something Zapolsky. Uh, David Zapolsky, the Amazon general counsel. Uh, Vice contacted him in writing the story where they pro- where they published that leak, and his mm-hmm. response was, I was frustrated and upset that an Amazon repl- employee would endanger the health and safety of other Amazonians by repeatedly returning to the premises after having been warned to quarantine himself after exposure to the virus COVID-19, he said. Mm-hmm. I let my emotions draft my words and get the better of me. Wow. <laughs> Oh, well, so he's sticking to the party line. He's sticking to the plan. Yeah. Which was to make it about this guy's actions and yeah, make it about you. the con- contamination and not the other thing. Yeah, just make a just make a black guy out to be like a dumbass. Like, yeah. like, like the fact that they, they not smart or articulate is just mm-hmm. like like if it was not extremely racially coded to begin with, the fact that they used the word articulate made it like. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, this entire thing is, like, racially... Like, they're... they're it's, yeah, that's why they think it'll be easier to yeah. make him the face of it, and... Yeah. yeah. So, um, that's that's fun. But that was two weeks ago, so that, that never... Ha- that happened a lifetime ago. Yeah. What's this one? So, Sun Debate. Uh, sun Dirk debate. for Jared Oh, wow, this was, for this was from a month ago. Junior. Is it really? Yeah, this thing's from March I 8th. only saw this today. Yeah, people but, are spreading people are people are spreading it around like it's a thing that's been posted. I only just saw that it's March eighth. Mm. Well, so apparently March eighth, um, Donald Tr- is it Donald Trump Jr. Yeah, Donald. Yes, Donald D- Trump Jr. Donald J. Trump Jr. Mm-hmm. More like Hoosier. Um, Wait, shit, that means he's not like pussy. Uh, 
More like... Schoon? Schoon your? Like, schoon a ship? That's the thing you do for a, a ship, right? Like, sink it? No. No? A schooner is a kind of boat. Uh, okay, no, schooning is a word to, to skim along a surface like a vessel on the water. So, d- not that. He's not a schooner. Okay. He's not schooner. So, yeah, um, John Bimp Jr. Mm-hmm. And Dunter Trident. Dunter um, Trident. Uh, Junior wants to debate Hunter Biden on who's benefited more from uh, their father's government positions. And I just, these are the candidates that have been chosen is the father of these, the fathers of these two idiots, the idiotic nepotistic fathers of these two adult men, adult sons. Um, I, I think I've definitely said as much on the podcast, and I'm starting to think that I, I'm starting to think that the, that the sentence I have said as such already is becoming my most, it's becoming my catchphrase because I hate the idea of repeating myself. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh, I may, I, I may have said as such already, but also like, I really can't wait for the, for Hunter Biden to be a completely unassailable thing like Hillary's emails became because they were the target of such controversy. Mm-hmm. And like... In the same way that, like, Hillary's emails have become, like, a rallying cry of, it doesn't matter what was in them, it matters that they were brought out at the last second to harm her. And it's just completely scooped, it's just completely, you know, overlooked the fact, like, the extremely harmful, the extremely bad stuff that was in there, like, the parts where she, like, was openly admitting to conspiring with the DNC. Right. Um, But uh, this, like, the Hunter Biden thing is, like, there's, there is, something is not right about the Hunter Biden thing. But mm-hmm. also, it's just going to be complete. It's it is for the for the rest of time. It's going to be wrapped up in in like whenever you say it, it's going to be someone's some shit lib is going to reply to you with, oh no, oh shit lib. Uh, wait, no, no. Oh, sorry. but her bi- but her emails, but, but her emails, oh. but Hunter, but Hunter Biden. Yeah, I don't know what this would do for electability, but I do want to kind of see a sun debate. I think it would be. I think it would be funny to see a sun debate. I think it would too. Because Trump Jr. is just his father, but with a different voice. And Hunter Biden is a complete unknown to me. So I am going to imagine that his voice uh, sounds like this. My father, Joe Biden, (laughs) has been nothing but an American hero and patriot (laughs) since he first started his political career. Oh no, Joe Biden is is King Bradley. (laughs) Hunter (laughs) Saleem. Hunter Biden is two and a half feet tall. <laughs> he is the scale of a regular person, but he wears doll's clothes. And they'll stand him on the podium, and tr- Junior will stand behind the podium. And Junior will be like, Burisma, yeah, dad. Yeah. And Hunter will say, Your father is well known for his rampant abuse of his office. Oh, but he'll be really far from the mic because he's really small. So it'll be like, Your father has abused his office since the day he arrived. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Or something else. It might sound like something else. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say from it's hard to say from where from where we're sitting, but it certainly sounds something like that, possibly. Pretty sure that's exactly probably what it might have sound like. Sounded maybe. Like. We don't know. You know, there's no way to prove it. It's impossible to say, really. Have you ever seen a picture of Hunter Biden 
next to a banana for scale? Because I haven't. Lord knows I haven't. We have no idea. Um, but that's all the topics that I have. Uh, do you have any other shout-outs or anything? Right, I think that's going to be it for the episode this week. Uh, so that right. means we get to do the Lightbringers now. Uh, Val, boop, do you boop. have one, or should I go first? My Lightbringer is that um, when I ordered brown overtone to cover up my silver hair, um, they sent me that and also a sample size of rose gold. And the rose gold little sample size is exactly the perfect size to color my uh, buzzed hair. Your freshly shaved head. My freshly shaved head. So now I'm going to buy a million sample size of different colors and rainbow head. Just kind of go nutty with it. Yeah, just just kind of go ape. Yeah. Um, that's my that's my lap here. Nice. I'm having a fun time. Uh, I'm gonna do a two for one this week. Uh, it's all right. It, you know what time of the year it is. It's 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 that time. Three months have passed, so it's time for the new anime season. Hell yeah. It's there's a lot of really good shit this season. I don't think it's quite as stacked as last season, but there's a lot of stuff that like I'm really really liking. Um, my favorite at the moment is probably going to be uh, my my. Uh, it's my next life as a villainess. All routes lead to doom, which it's it is an isekai, but the setup is very fun in that it like you. It starts centered on this like eight year old spoiled brat who one day hits her head and realizes, oh, I used to be a seventeen year old girl living in like the two thousands, and then I hit my head and and then I died and came back uh, reincarnated as this eight year old in a dating sim that I used to play all the time. And, Whoa. and so, like, she's, it's like, uh, it's like, you know, a visual novel where, like, you grow up, the characters all grow up together, and then, like, in high school, they, they all go to high school together, and there's the cool dating thing. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's really cute, because the character is like, okay, so I'm the bad guy in this game. Um, every single route where the, where every single route uh, ends with me dying or being exiled and dying of starvation. So I, oh need to figure, I need to figure out a way out of it, and it is so cute it's 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 just it's really good i'm really liking it so far there's only been two episodes out but i really really like it um i'm excited to watch more of it cool uh my other recommendation is just a game that i've been playing a lot um i've definitely recommended it before but it is Trackmania turbo uh it's just really fun to just kind of like zone out and lose hours racing cars nice on cool uh, and doing cool stunts can you hit the other cars with your car uh there are no other cars it's a one car on a track race Oh, okay. Yeah. Alec was just telling me about when he when he was growing up, he would play uh, this NASCAR game where he would just spend most of his time seeing how many of the cars he could get to pile up. <laughs> like, he would turn around and not do the laps and just wait for them to approach him. <laughs> oh, you're approaching me? <laughs> I cannot, like, I I personally find, like, I, I personally find most sports games not very fun, but, the but like, if they were more rule-breaky, then I'm more inclined to like them. Like, I, mm-hmm. I you know, I liked, I, I liked uh, NFL Street much more than I ever liked any of the actual, like, Madden games, because the NFL Street let me do, like, cool spin moves and taunt my opponents and shit. Nice. Uh, and let me run on walls, and NFL was just, and Madden was just like, hey, you're a National Football League, man. There are penalties. No holding. You're playing football. You're yeah. playing football. Um, but, like, NASCAR just sounds like the least, po- like, the least fun possible. Like, <laughs> like I cannot, like, like I, I can imagine, I would have fun at least playing, like, an NBA game, or an NFL game, or an NHL game, or an MLB mm-hmm. game. I would have fun playing those. I cannot imagine any fun to be had on a, a NASCAR game. <laughs> Certainly, like the regular races where it's just like go in the circle faster than anybody else goes in the circle, right? Um, Which like definitely does not sound fun. 
it's very different in person because there are like real people in those colors and it's kind of like a I don't know it's kind of like a dangerous thing I guess and like the mm -hmm. speed and you're jockeying for position but when you're just driving a virtual car anyways I'm going like, too in depth on this analysis. apparently there's also there's also tracks though on the game that he was playing where um there would be like a pile up of ahead up ahead of you and you had to like navigate around it and stuff you had, so. to, do, you had to do six stunts and do a barrel over the pile mm hmm yes. And right. you could also crash all the other cars <laughs> as much as Perfect. you want. <laughs> so, uh, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Not a threat, just a fact. Uh, we can be found at HKIPGTD everywhere. That is us on Twitter. That is us on uh, Tumblr. That's us on Facebook. That is us on Patreon. Uh, we also have a Discord server, by the way, where we've been doing like weekly movie streams. Like we, we haven't been doing episodes about them like we did for Cats, but just... Every week or so, we've been doing a movie night with a bunch of people, and it's just been a really fun way to spend some time in this quarantine, and we've, been, we've done some pretty good movies. We watched The Lighthouse, we watched uh, Parasite, so uh, if you want to get in on the rest, if you want to just like, you know, if you want to talk to us, the Discord link is on our Twitter, um, but also- We if you also have be, a Reddit. Yes, we also have a Reddit, uh, reddit.com slash r slash hkipgtd. Thank you, bis user Bisexual Punch Party, for that one. Um, but yeah, if you want to join us for movie night, uh, it's Paprika this week. Uh, we don't know exactly mm. when it'll be, but join the server. You'll find out. Um, <laughs> Patreon.com is where you can uh, go to support the podcast. $1 a month gets you... Uh, Patreon.com slash HKIPGTD. HKIPGTD, yes. Um, we, you could go to the homepage of Patreon.com, but it will... <laughs> we... Yeah, you can go there. <laughs> um, we did... I believe we did pause the Patreon for the month because of everything, but... Um, mm -hmm. So uh, we uh, people are still occasionally pledging though. So if you want to, feel free. You can. You, we have we have all we have like the the back the the backlog of content on there um, mm -hmm. for free. For free, but uh, one buck a month gets you that. Ten bu five bucks a month gets you a shout out on the podcast and the special one on the Discord. Ten bucks a month gets you all of that stuff, and you get to listen to our podcast while we record, like someone's doing right now. So thank you very much to your sapphic Minecraft bee wife, hmm, Burgermeister, Stephanie Ruff, Pregnant Seinfeld, David Besser, Alex Schaup, John Hill, Rain Raven, Patrick Van Brunt, Alex H, Jacob Sears, Neve Noel Williams, Wynn, Bryce, a sexual fish tank, Ashinu, Alex Hoot, Maximilian Rohr, Bryant, Nick Clarkson, Jane Wick, Destry Hawk, Pierre the Disaster, the tallest Jew, non-binary with left beef, Summer Geist, Dijon A's, Chaz Goblin, and Paul Blart Fleshcart. Uh, the tallest Jew is Paul Blart Fleshcart. The tallest Jew is particularly fun for me to hit, and I'm not totally sure why, but I just I do enjoy hitting it with the tallest Jew. <laughs> just punch all four of those syllables. Yes. Who are you? I'm Who Sarah. Am I? You can find me on Twitter at SunHatZhenya, S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. Uh, you can find me on my other podcasts that I do, such as Fear Baiting, which is a horror movie podcast, or The Wonder Yerks, which is an Animorphs podcast I do with my friends Blair and Seda. Those podcasts are both on the Noisepace.xyz network, just like this one, which is overseen by the great overlord Matt GameCube himself. Thank you for Thank creating you. this podcast, so, so, podcast family. Family love Matt. Um, family love Matt. Thank you very much to uh, the uh, taxpayers for the use of their song Evil Men off the album Cold Hearted Town. It is banger. Uh, sla absolute slap city. Um, and I'm Val Flight Cub. You can find me on Twitter at Flight Cub B. Um, so it's Flight Cub and then a second B, which stands for Bimp. The second, and... B, the the second B stands for Bong Honkaroos. <laughs> This can be stands for Bon Honkeros. Um, I also have a Tumblr, but the last time I told people to follow me on the Tumblr on this podcast, I lost followers. So don't follow me on Tumblr. <laughs> You'll never find them. Yeah, they like searched out my blog and unfollowed me. Uh, uh, I just think, say Twitter. 
I, I think that's everything for me. Yes. Uh, so until next time, I'm Sarah. And I'm Val. Wait, I'm doing the fear baiting ending. Yes, you are. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. You can that's put a it. memento Pokemori anywhere. You sure can. You can put a you can put the corpse of Henry Kissinger anywhere. <laughs> please on the front please front page on New York Times. I need this win. Please. H, please, <laughs> HK, you have the power to give us the world's biggest W in this time of L. Uh true. Please. Alright, Memento Pokemori. Memento Pokemori. Collapse.